0: This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald.
1: I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia.
0: Isn't it convenient that we have a round table? Well, it's actually it oval. Just say it. The blind guy feels it now. Goes. <laughs> I, don't know, I, you, I guess it is oval. Kind of oval. You know, you sit there and think, I'm going to get a 15 plus phone. And wait for the sale where you get a fifteen along with it to hand out to somebody else. Is that what your plan one day is, Richardson? Sure. Get a free phone. I would love that. So, <laughs> but, he
1: was confused. So, He's like, uh, I don't
0: know. So, so, would your wife?
1: It sounded like a scam. Yeah, though, I know. She you would. She goes. would
0: love that. Listen,
2: I know. I was very skeptical of this whole. <laughs> beginning of this thing but yeah you didn't want to agree yeah, I, I felt okay that i
1: felt that because no, it nah, there also, was a hesitation me, sounded there like, was a hesitation. like you were trying That's to plan all. some scam and you don't want to agree to that on air
0: richardson um, get that 15 plus phone you can have that i'll take the 15 okay just so i have another one um brock Fair. you enjoy going to family feud canada that is what cool behind-the-scenes thing can you tell us about? Since your season has wrapped, you've gone to 592 uh, episodes. Oh, my episodes. goodness. All right, what's the real number? 490? <laughs> 490... No, no goodness, 200. <laughs> you're, you're, That's you're a still little, insane. You're a little 100. heavy on the number. Yeah, just just slightly <laughs> ahead of our time, right? Sure. That's a bull of a watch. Um, so did you actually see 200 filmed? Or is that the length of the season?
2: Yes. Over five years though. Over five years. Oh, okay. It was not like two hundred and one <laughs> seasons. It was
0: over five years. Not yeah. not just one season, yeah. right? Okay. Okay. No, no. So in that yeah. time you've gleaned some behind the scenes information as you've gotten friendly with the team, the crew, and everything like that. What surprising thing can you tell a mouth in here that you've learned?
2: So you learn all kinds of things. You learn the way that they do things like I like to play along with No, they're going to redo that because of xyz because somebody didn't come up to the podium fast enough somebody wasn't at the microphone the way they should have been I really like to play along with them and they and I started to figure out like oh they're going to do this because of that however I will tell you this because it will not be aired on uh on tv Well, they had a greek family on our final day of recording and The Greek family wanted to smash plates as they do in their in their heritage. And they spent 20 minutes to determine whether or not they could smash the plates on the floor when they won the money and et cetera, et cetera. And needless to tell you that they never actually smashed the plates on the recording. So they spent all this time, you know, discussing whether or not they could or couldn't and it never happened so it was wow that was the only time it's not I've even ever off to the myself, set where we or not well, even a darn sound giant Smash. Smash. yeah
1: <laughs> that is a wow. long so, time
2: no they, they,
1: they didn't just want to veto it yeah. they wanted to like it actually was, talk through the opportunities and the different options and then at the end say no this whole thing is a bad idea let's not <laughs>
0: and the cleanup right yeah,
2: it was, it was, it was, I mean, they did it like as a trial thing and they were like, let's see what happens when they do this. And then it's like, what happens is the plate's going to smash and it's going to go off the plate. <laughs> That's the and then when they did that, time. it was, it was like, oh, this is too much. Uh, this is, this is too much to think about. So they never did it. Any of us could it, yeah, you do that. I mean, it's, it's the small things like that. Yeah, yeah I know. Right. It was. Yeah, but I just, I enjoy it, and people will often say, why do you do that? But it is truly because of the stuff you do not see on television that I enjoy to watch, other than wasting 20 minutes
0: talking about breaking a plate that we never ultimately did, but whatever. Mm -hmm. A shard of that's going to hit that poor guy in the wheelchair. Let's not do it. Ramya, do you... um... Is there anything like that behind the scenes that you've been privy to when, uh, at a filming of something or radio show airing that you kind of like have had that ab- you know, time in life to see, be a part of?
1: I don't think so. Like, not that I can think of. I would love to go for a taping of something like this, game shows, because I think it would be hilarious to get that, you know, the effect that you're talking about, Rocky, which is, you know, everybody sees what's on TV, but nobody really knows unless you're there in person what the the creation, the process of magic of TV actually looks like, right? Uh but you know, Kelly, like we've been part of different things. Like I was part of the AMIA TV oh what is that show called now? The the food competition show. The
0: menu um
1: I know menu meltdown or something? I wanna
0: call it menu matchup, is that right? Menu matchup,
1: yeah, you're right menu yeah. meltdown that's yeah, a
0: totally different show. show yeah i was gonna say you really uh that now they're <laughs> revoking your up ep- they're revoking the episode she was yeah. in They're removing it off they're the
1: taking app now it off. oh my god please um where you know everything was proper in terms of you know a 30 minute clock was a 30 minute clock all the above but there were things that you had to keep in mind like hey we're gonna cut to this and so you have to talk like it's happening in real time and don't say we did this half an hour ago because that's not the way it's going to air on tv right uh you know stuff like that where you're like oh that's what that means like how this is how they do it on the cooking shows or reality tv that kind of stuff
0: i think it's it's interesting yeah. and when brock said that that it's so cool I mean, to be able to you know see that it's fun right mm-hmm.
2: i mean kelly i'll give you an example as i'm sitting here like one of the Small things. And if anyone's seen, you know, Fast Money, they at the end of the show, they get to ask five questions in 20 seconds, and then you determine what the survey is. It's something as simple as when we see it on TV, as soon as that 20 seconds is done, they say, turn around, let's reveal the answers. Well, that's not how it happens in real time. They have to actually load the answers into the computer, which takes a couple of minutes to do that. And there's certain things that in the game that they won't allow it to happen because it changes the integrity of the game or so on and so forth so maybe they have to reload a question but even the small little pickups that they do their their warm-up guy will say this doesn't you know impact the integrity of the game it just means that they might have wanted more audio more more angle of something different and and like even waiting for the answers to come up on the board can sometimes take upwards to 30 seconds because they need it for the editing purposes or the judges are trying to determine if the answer that they gave might mix with something else. Like just all kinds of things that happen mm. uh, in the in the hour and a half to record one game that you yes. you wouldn't think about.
1: But there's the entertainment. Okay. It's so entertaining. Yeah, just well, oh,
0: well that's it. And uh, exactly, and I think those of us in media we love it, right? Uh, and look out Beverly Hills, because if Brock ever moves there, he'll be going to uh, Prices Right constantly. Uh, guys, let's uh, jump into this one here. Canadian universities bet big on international students, but are having to navigate uh, a lot of things uh, geo, geo, geo global. Uh, political and economic trends, and, oh, I didn't format this. My apologies, guys. Uh, But let's take a listen on the comments here, here, which come out of the fact that these schools have to take on so many things to figure out because there are so many students that these uh, um, colleges and universities have to take into account. Take a listen.
2: think universities are always aware that it's it's never a good idea to focus solely on one country of origin. And so they've really done a great job of expanding into new places. We really hope to see a lot of growth in, in Latin America and Africa and the Middle East. I think there's lots of new opportunities out there as things change globally.
0: Graham Barber from the advocacy group uh, says that Canadian schools have been looking to diversify among the most popular schools in Canada, of course, with this, uh, and mainly we're talking China and and India. Um, Guys, I, I know from my own self, my experience here in London, I have noticed how often and how many students come from other countries, and it's kind of tough right now. We know we're having a lot of political strife, whether it be with India or with China right now, and I know numbers have really dropped in the last four or five years, and a lot of that due to money. Ramya, being in school, being in Toronto and in school, I'm certainly sure you see a reflection of. This, and I know sometimes it might be hard to know, hey, is somebody from another country coming here for this September semester or are they someone whose family's here that came maybe, you know, a generation ago?
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, there are a lot more just international student population, obviously, and then the the kind of Challenges that come, it's not just things like fees, right? The international student um, tuition versus somebody who's able to join locally. It's also housing. It's also uh, other kinds of accommodations. It's also right. the work um, permits and visas and things that come with, you know, people want to work while they're in school year. Like you're not just chilling. And it's difficult. Um, I think that a lot of the, the curriculums and such do. Uh, adapt or can um understand like there's a lot that comes with the nuanced you know we're not we have to be able to understand that there is more than just the hey this is school school to school for everybody no i think school really changes on all these levels that i mentioned and more depending on who you're bringing in who's coming in for the educational um endeavors
0: Brock, you and I are, uh, again, here in London, I can say that I see so many multicultural now, but there was a time that wasn't so. Um, You're in the Kitchener area, you you grew up in Brampton area. When you were in school, um, did you see a lot of what we're talking about? Because a lot of those people would be more people who've come to Canada, calling this their home, not planning to go back to whatever country they were from. This is where they call home.
2: Yeah, and I think you know in in both cases when i was um you know when i did post secondary and even before that i think a lot of what i heard and understood was like you know canada is such a great place and canada is such the place i want to be and i want to learn and i want to do this and i and and this school is recognized for this or that or whatever the case is right and so canada should be very proud of the fact that we do have vast numbers of ethnicities that come to our country that want to be part of our school system and I think the thing that came to my mind as Romeo was talking is that we can't sit here and say well we're, we're unfamiliar with accommodation right. because I don't care who you are every person needs an accommodation no matter what it is whether it's english isn't your first language Mm. or you have a learning disability or whatever we should be so familiar with being able to to say okay Mm -hmm. this person's from this country we need to change our our, not not our curriculum but change it so that they can understand it and read it and comprehend it for for me i look at this and say yeah this is just second hand because we know about all the accommodations that are required in in the canadian school system
0: you would think it would be our way overall Thanks, guys. I want to kind of continue this one. It's sort of on the same vein. The Nobel Prize in Economics was awarded to a Harvard professor for her research into employment um, and gender.
1: Claudia Golden has won the Nobel Economics Prize for her research that advances understanding the gender gap in the labor market, something she says the U.S. was once the leader in. Our labor force participation rate for women was the highest in the world. And now it isn't the highest in the world. Golden found various factors for this after research spanning 200 years, mainly. there an interaction between what happens in the home and what happens
0: in the labor market.
1: The 77-year-old is just the third woman to win the Nobel Economics Prize. I'm Julie Walker.
0: So as an old radio show fan, we hear the place that um, the woman had in the home back in the 1940s, Homemaker. Ramya I I find it interesting because you start thinking as we've talked about that glass ceiling for executives and yes. so on but I find it fascinating when I hear some of these things it's sort of like if a male and female are driving generally it's the male who drives there are some of these things that I see in, in couples and you wonder does that still go into the household oh does it go into the workplace Absolutely. and it would seem it does
1: Absolutely it does because we're, you know, yet to factor in um, all kinds of things like religious practices and beliefs that are still out there, traditions that are still out there, something as broad as, you know, how we live here in North America or in parts of popular North America are not how things are run in other parts of the world. And, you know, we are not the only ones out here, right? We are only uh, managing a certain a percentage of the the kind of lifestyles that we want to say are progressive and, you know, moving forward and all this stuff. It is so large, Kelly, the conversations around this. And we can, of course, be very narrow-minded and have the um, tunnel vision to think that, oh, yes, no, we're making such difference. But also, if we just widen the scope a little tiny bit, there's so much more that we obviously don't consider on a daily.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it really does, and it, it kind of throws me off because of the way the heads think or what we divert back to. Now I'm going to jump off this because I want to take a moment with Brock. Brock, fast, quick answers on this one. F- this is a baseball-related. I want thoughts on your f- feelings when it comes to success or failure to these teams' postseason runs in the postseason Race. Failure. Uh-huh.
2: You, you get off to a 13-0 record, that is, and you don't go further as you should, that's a complete failure.
0: Okay. We know injuries had something to do with them. Uh, finishing the season tough. Brewers?
2: Um, Success, I think, just barely.
0: Okay. All right. I'm going to leave that one. Marlon, uh, sorry, uh, Marlins.
2: Um, probably another failure. I think that they should have gone further than what they did.
0: Okay. Blue Jays.
2: Oh, complete failure. Complete failure <laughs> from top to bottom. This is a team that should, uh... have, should have been in the World Series, plain and simple.
0: Okay, I'll leave that with you in case you have more to say on your segment tomorrow. But very quickly, Dodgers or Twins uh, at Orioles? Pick your one. Which ones are the failures? Which ones can say, hey, not a bad season?
2: Dodgers? Again, complete failure, but this is over and over again a complete failure with them. They have a great season, and then they just poop the bed in the playoffs. The Orioles young team they are gonna be here to stay, so for me, that's a uh, success for them this year, even though they had aspirations moving forward, but I think all in all when everybody steps back, they're gonna say that was a that was a success for this team
0: and twins as well. you feel the same about them
2: uh twins. I guess you could say it was a... uh, No, I'm going to go with failure, but just barely a failure. I think they should have gotten a little bit further than they did this year. I think they could have given the Astros a bit more of a run than they did this year. And I think I would stretch that one to just a slight failure.
0: Brock Richardson joining us on the roundtable. We'll talk sports with him tomorrow in a little more detail when he joins us here on the program. We do the roundtable every week at this time. Thanks, Brock.